Hey, I want to tell you about Eden Pure. Eden Pure is something we just put into our house. Um, you know, when you cook, especially fish, one reason I don't like fish, your house will smell like fish forever. Your house stink. The kitchen can stink up your house in good ways if it's cookies, in bad ways if it's fish. Um, we put the thunderstorm in from Eden Pure. It's an air purifier, uh, and it is amazing. I, I mean, I can't remember what it was, but it wasn't fish. It was something else that was like, uh, and uh, we got it out of the oven and I had it in the Eden Pure had come and it was in the box. And I remembered, I was like, oh, we just got something. Hang on. I plugged it in. I mean, in an hour, the house smelled clean and fresh. It doesn't cover stuff up. It doesn't mask it with fake smells. It actually cleans the air and gets rid of the odor. And you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the whole home protection. Three units for under $200. Put them in your house. EdenPureDeals.com. EdenPureDeals.com. The press and the left are on to us. They have finally found where the constitutional radicalism is coming from. From Christian pulpits. They are very, very worried that our churches have been taken over by radicals that are saying that a country was was founded on God and this freedom and liberty is found in the Bible and oh my gosh and don't as a churchgoer myself I can't tell you how many times I hear this Christian nationalist theme coming from the pulpit that's the problem the problem is exactly the opposite of what the media says is going on we are going to start with Christian nationalism the latest attack on the right in 60 seconds. So let me tell you about our sponsor. It is the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. What begins with hundreds of people in 2002 is now one of the top 5K events in America today with 30,000 people taking part each year on the last Sunday in September. It is the Tunnel to Towers Foundation 5K run and walk a New York City event. The signature event has inspired about 80 other runs, walks, and climbs all across the nation, like the annual 5K run and walk event in Hendersonville, Tennessee. That community means a lot to the foundation. Hendersonville Police Master Patrol Officer Spencer Bristol 
joined the department after serving in the Navy and uh, after his tragic death in the line of duty, Tunnel to Towers paid off the mortgage for his family's home. The proceeds from events, as well as dozens of golf outings and barbecues across the country, support the foundation's programs. This is a charity that I believe in, and I believe you should check it out. Do your own homework. Register for an event in your area, volunteer to start one, and join Tunnel to Towers on their mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. All right, let me, uh, let's, uh, well, I want to start with something that uh, just came out of the uh, Tribune in Utah. I was in Utah for the 4th of July down in this beautiful, beautiful place. Fastest growing city in America now is uh, St. George. And uh, I'll tell you, there's a battle for the soul of St. George. It's a very, I think it is, you would know this better than I do, Pat. Isn't it the the uh, most conservative community in the country? Uh, it's probably up there. I don't know. I, I don't know if it competes with yeah. Provo, but it's it, it's up there. Yeah, but it's up there. I mean, mm-hmm. Provo is like... Uh, <laughs> um, so anyway, it's very, 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 very red. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and it's always been that way. But people are moving from California, and I think they're going to destroy it uh, because it has the bones of, of just, just one of the gr- greatest cities in America, you know, a... a, a an Aspen or a, or Jackson hole, kind of that vacation kind of place. Um, and it's just beautiful. there, just beautiful surrounded by national parks. Anyway, I went down, um, because I had been working with, uh, a group called United. We pledge, um, that to build, um, independence hall, just like the one in Philadelphia, and uh, Washington's Mount Vernon, uh, and also Patrick Henry's church, where he said, give me liberty or give me death. And they, they want to produce a curriculum and tell the truth through artifacts and everything else of America's founding. And this is based on something that is in Alabama that was built years ago that I don't think anybody knows. It's Liberty Village. Uh, I mean, maybe maybe you know if you live in Alabama, but... It is this this colonial village that is trying to keep America's history alive. So when uh, these uh, people from Balance of Nature uh, found this, uh, the son calls the dad and is like, Dad, Liberty Village, we, you have to see this. We have to build one. We should build them all over the country. Uh, they're very, very patriotic people. And, uh, uh, and so they just broke ground on July 4th for this event. So here's what the Tribune writes about this. A replica colonial era village under construction in Washington County is aimed at stoking the fires of patriotism, increasing devotion to the U.S. Constitution, and enshrining religion as the central focus of the American Revolution. No, no. uh, Religion just was. I shouldn't say religion. God was a major focus being being on god's side is the reason why the the purple heart exists um they were all pretty much god people that doesn't mean they went to the same churches or anything else but 
they all pretty much believed in the same thing, and that is a Judeo-Christian God. So, they continue. Some, however, are concerned that United We Pledge, the St. George-based nonprofit leading the effort to build Liberty Village in nearby Hurricane, leans too far right and takes too much liberty with American history. Dignitaries from Hurricane and United We Pledge joined conservative media personality Glenn Beck and others on July 2nd to break ground for the village, which will be situated on about 40 acres adjacent from the proposed New Balance Nature Campus. Nutritional supplement company in St. George Balance Nature is the chief sponsor of United We Pledge. The groundbreaking served as an official start of the effort to raise uh, roughly $50 million needed to build the site, which is being modeled after the American village uh, replica colonial village in Alabama. When it opens, scheduled for sometime around America's 250th birthday on July 4th, 2026, Liberty Village plans to feature replicas of historic buildings. Um, uh, Dennis Levitt, the president of United We Pledge, who is one of the best men I think I've ever met. I mean, there's a handful of men that I have met that are true, true servants of, of a higher power um, and men of absolute integrity. Um, th- this guy is amazing. I Someday we'll, I'll introduce you to him, but... Dennis Levitt, president of United We Pledge, says the village will be an interactive experience that will enable visitors to learn about colonial crafts and to discuss King George III's taxation without representation and other issues with costume actors or interpreters portraying uh, America's founding fathers. In a time when many people feel patriotism is in decline and fewer Americans, especially youth, identify with a religion or attend church, Levitt says Liberty Village and United We Pledge a Company curriculum will bolster, will bolster citizens' knowledge about America, the Constitution, and the role of God in, nature, in the nation's creation. He envisions the village bringing people together and instilling greater reverence for core constitutional values such as faith, family, and freedom. But others don't share his vision. It goes on and on and on. Um, and... Uh, then talks to three historians that absolutely have distorted history or they have done such little homework on what Liberty Village is and what things are that, like, I believe in. Um, I don't believe in a national religion by any stretch of the imagination. I do believe, whether you believe in God or not, belief in a higher power that you you have to answer to is a healthy thing. And one of the reasons why we're having the problems that we have is because we lack God. We lack any set of principles that we all used to find self-evident. Um, so they're immediately attacking this because it's the colonial period, slave owners, you know, God. Oh, my gosh, this is going to be so ugly. Most of Americans have never even heard of this project, but they felt it was necessary to tear it down after the first shovel hit the ground. That's fine. It's not going to stop. Now, let me give you the next story. This one comes from Vice, and it's related. Pastor Ron Tucker 
took to the stage one weekend in early July at Grace Church in the St. Louis suburb of Maryland Heights to deliver a sermon on Romans. In the first 15 minutes, Tucker railed against Antifa, Black Lives Matter, critical race theory, feminism, gun laws, abortion, protesters disrupting Supreme Court Brett Kavanaugh's dinner at D.C. Steakhouse and promoted the baseless claim that the Capitol riot was a hoax. Wow. In 15 minutes, he did all of that. Their woke ideology is separating people, he said, into groups and taking our nation apart. What part of that is incorrect? We're being taught that it's being taught in our schools under the heading of critical race theory, Tucker said. The way to get promoted in a woke business is based on your degree of victimhood. Absolutely true. If you're a black lesbian, then you're at the top of the heap. No, actually, I think that would go for a handicapped black lesbian. Um, uh, anyway, he goes on. Uh, I mean, would you trust somebody to fly your plane just because they're part of a minority? Another great point. Tucker founded Grace Church, a non-denominational congregation in 1978. These days, however, it's not unusual for him to use his time in the pulpit to unleash a torrent of right-wing grievances and stoke fears of an imminent Marxist takeover. Yeah, I think it's pretty imminent. Um, but according to some, his congregants, it is a stark departure from his old preaching style. It's honestly weird because it never used to be like that, said Emily Lynch, 33, who joined Grace Church when she was five years old. I can remember the sermons growing up. They never spoke about politics. It was a quote-unquote feel-good church. Oh, so it was doing its job then as a church, making everybody feel good. Noelle Fortman, 23, and her mother had a similar early experience with Grace Church, which they joined in 2010. It was just such a pleasant community. It was welcoming and diverse, you know, and the sermons were just uplifting and, you know, biblical, end quote. Now, instead of talking about compassion and loving your neighbor, Tucker is preparing his 1,500-strong flock for a bloody final battle where the bullets are real. Wow. He said, quote, this is not cruise ship Christianity right now. We're a battle group. Oh, boy. Not a, not a cruise ship Christian Christianity. Well, that's the one I want. I want one where I can just sit on the deck and just look out over the ocean, think that everything is great. It's hard to pinpoint exactly when Tucker's radicalization began, but Fortman said she first started noticing politics creeping into his sermons about the time, fill in the blank, Pat, about what time did he start to become radicalized? Who's really oh, responsible for could this? Could it have been during the Trump presidency? I, I mean, <laughs> yes. that would surprise me. Yes, Donald uh, Trump. Shocked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Wow. Initially, she said it was easy to shrug it off. Tucker was a trusted pastor who had been a consistent voice in her life for years. Plus, she and her mom weren't that involved in the church community itself. They came for the Bible stories and the concert quality music performances. <laughs> oh, well, she's That's great. 
He'd start his <laughs> he started his sermons with this rambling thirty to forty minute rant that sounded like it was taken straight from like Fox News. One time we went there and he referred to COVID vaccine as the mark of the beast. Could be that we needed to fight against that we needed to fight against. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. End quote. Another time she saw a black family get up and leave halfway through one of Tucker's rants. Oh, about no. Critical race theory. No. And she began noticing a lot of churchgoers mm. doing the same. Mm. At the same time, she began seeing new faces, older faces, and whiter than before. <gasps> Fortman and her mother both left the church that year. Yeah. yeah. I see And they even people. got up and left. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and they're alive. <laughs> In your dreams? In one recent sermon. No. In my church. In one recent sermon. Tucker acknowledged that he may have offended some members of the congregation. I've read your emails. I've watched people walk out of churches. I've gone into this stuff, but we're at a critical moment. He said, and uh, he's con- uh, and he said, and he's concerned about the church being taken over by a government agency called the ministry of truth. Yeah, that that'll mm. never happen. That would never happen. Right. We'd never, Oh, wait a minute. Uh, she then, uh, the story goes on to say, this story is not unique to Grace Church. Politics and culture wars have crept into pulpits and pews across the U.S. in recent years. I know, in the black churches, they've never done anything like this. It's not just the evangelical church whose ties to the GOP have been a target of heavy scrutiny for decades. It's churches and parishes across denominations, state lines, and socioeconomic status. Christians from around the country who spoke to Vice News said they've witnessed their congregations lose focus and slide into Christian nationalism. And here's my favorite part of the story, the laugh paragraph. If you have information or tips about churches or pastors who have become radicalized by Christian nationalism, we need to hear from you. Contact Tess Owen. Wow. That is fantastic (laughs) from Vice now, let me set the record straight in one minute. Stand by. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All right. If you think the banks are really hard to deal with now, let me assure you that it's only going to get worse. It is critical that you work with the right people, people who are on your side. And when it comes to home financing and refinancing, the perfect people for the job are the salary-based mortgage consultants over at American Financing. You should be doing everything you can right now to lower your expenses and to save money, and they can help you. Now might also be the the best time for you to take advantage of your home's equity to start paying off those high interest debts. Yeah, you don't want to take out another loan? I got it. But you're paying 20, and it'll go up to 25 easy percent every single month. You are paying that interest on that credit card. It would be much better, instead of 20 or 25, to pay 5% interest because you can then attack the, the uh, principal and get that monkey off of your back. <gasps> he said monkey. Over 20 years now, American financing has been at the forefront saving people money from one month to the next. They're America's home for home loans. Please give American financing a call today. Find out how much money they could be saving you. Do your homework and... Uh, 
do the right thing for your family. This may be the exact thing you've been looking for to help you uh, keep your head above water. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay, so uh, let's see here. Um, we got a couple of things going on. Uh, we have food shortages coming. Um, we have economic turmoil beyond belief. If Russia does not turn the spigot back on um, for the oil and gas to Germany and, and, and Europe, we are going to have a war. Um, I think the war is, I, I just think it's, it's in the cards and I don't trust any progressive to, uh, tell us, you know, the truth about war. I, I, I learned my lesson from Woodrow Wilson. Uh, he said, reelect me and we will not go to war. Yeah. A couple of months after he was reelected, America went into war in world war one, but he had no choice. He had no choice. Uh-huh. So we are going to be facing things that we have not faced before to this degree, as well as our fundamental belief system of who we are, where we came from, and that we're a good nation and that we're good people. All of that has been lost, and we've lost it in the churches. And I don't really care if you go to church. I really don't. Um, I care that you have some higher power. And, you know, that higher power can be whatever. In Penn case, it's his mom and dad. And he really lives, uh, tries to live up to their expectations of being a good human being. That's fine. Something that stretches you and and helps you become rooted in truth and a better person our churches have failed us because christian nationalism is not being taught in churches all over the country nothing unfortunately is being taught uh in many of our churches right now we have to decide who is in charge of our lives is it the government is it god is it you but that has to be answered now by every American. The Glenn Beck Program. Rough Greens. I don't know about you, but I hate having to stand still in one place for a very long time. Uh, I have my family. They torture me because we, we'll go out to dinner. And uh, as soon as we're done, I'm, I'm ready to go. I just, I'm, I, it drives me nuts to sit there and just sit there and just sit there and Sit there and sit there. I mean, I don't mind. Let's go into the living room. Let's all talk. But can we not sit at the table? I don't know why it bothers me so much, but I hate it. What's worse is when I have to sit there at my dog's table and wait until he's finished. I mean, I just this morning fed him before we came out to do the, the show. I feed him and uh, he he looks at me as I'm walking towards the door. He looks at me like, wait, I'm not done eating yet. I why are you leaving my side? He used to be horrible, horrible on that. He's not anymore. Rough Greens. Roughgreens.com. 
roughgreens.com, a great supplement for your dog. You just sprinkle it on, get a free bag right now. The first trial bag is free. You just pay for shipping. Roughgreens.com slash back. See the good difference in your dog. Don't forget to use the promo code Glenn for $10 off your subscription at blazetv.com. On direct orders from President Joe Biden, the Department of Homeland Security has released 79,652 migrants into the United States last month after they were detained for illegally crossing the southern border. This brings the total number of illegals that have been caught and released into the United States on Biden's watch to 1.335 million people. At this pace, the ones that we catch and release, not the ones that we didn't catch, the ones that we caught and released, he will put in 3.5 million illegal immigrants into the United States in his first term. That is a population larger than that of Chicago. Mm. Okay. All right. Now, we we also have this coming. Food insecurity. Food security crisis is on the horizon, and experts now are saying that it could kill more people than COVID did worldwide. Um, it, I, I hope we're not going to feel it too horribly here, but if we have open borders, we will, because they will come in droves, because they will not have food um, in South America. And we should do everything we can. I mean, if again, if I were president today, I would make it very, very clear. I'm cutting the red tape on all energy. I'm cutting all the red tape on farming. And, you know, we'll come back to normal. But right now, we need people to farm and to drill and get energy out of the ground. Do you know what we could do for the rest of the world in good not by not being involved in war and everything else, just by saying, farmers, here's the mission. Our moonshot is to feed the world in the next 12 to 18 months. So gear up. What do you need? Uh, We have a moonshot. We need to get oil to the rest of the world because Russia is going to cut off the oil and the gas. They're talking now already about rationing uh, gasoline and fuel in in Germany. This is going to cripple Europe, and we will go into war if this actually happens. And are we stable? We could be so stable right now financially if we were doing the right things to help people in the world. Meanwhile, we're just pissing everybody off, and China's holdings of U.S. debt have fallen below $1 trillion. That's the first time in 12 years they're liquidating all of our bonds. They are not holding our debt. That leaves Japan, which is on the verge of oblivion. That leaves Japan as the largest holder now of our U.S. treasuries. Soon it will just be the Fed. 
FBI and DHS also have confirmed. And again, are we getting stronger or weaker? FBI and Department of Homeland Security are purchasing and using Chinese-made drones from a company with close links to the Chinese government. So you know everything is linked to the Chinese government. You own a business, you have a party member there that is making sure that everything you do helps China. Um, we, we have been warning um, that we cannot use Chinese technology because Chinese technology is gathering information and especially from the DHS and the FBI. Why would you want to use drones that would send information to China? This is craziness. The only reason you do that is because you're making money uh, or you're beholden to the Chinese government. Also, shut down D.C., another Marxist group. Shut down D.C. just announced that they are going to disrupt the congressional baseball game. That's smart. That's smart. I can't imagine anything going wrong there. Getting a bunch of liberals to to uh, show up at the baseball diamond. Oh my gosh! I just realized that's a really mm. bad idea. Didn't they try to kill all of the members, the Republican members of Congress, at that same baseball diamond? Oh yeah, but that oh, was so long I ago. They forgot. We should so. remind them. Who even remembers it? Nobody. Yeah. And they deserved it anyway. Um, uh, meanwhile, on the uh, on the crisis list, BlackRock, its profits have fallen twenty two percent. BlackRock is uh, is not making the money that uh, they were hoping that they would make on this new Green Deal. And speaking of the Green Deal, uh, Congress, uh, or I'm sorry, Biden, according to the Washington Post today could declare a climate emergency as soon as this week. The potential move comes days after Joe Manchin told Democratic leaders he does not support his party's efforts to advance a sprawling economic package this month that includes billions of dollars to address global warming. If emergency is invoked, it could empower the Biden administration in its efforts to reduce carbon emissions and to foster a cleaner energy. Uh, two of the individuals with knowledge of the discussions say that they also expect the president to announce a slew of additional actions aimed at curbing planet warming emissions. Uh, the exact scope and timing of any announcement remain in flux. The president made it clear if the Senate doesn't act to tackle the climate crisis and strengthen our domestic clean energy industry, he will. So that's uh, that's really good. Um <laughs> Jared Bernstein, top White House economic advisor, emphasized to reporters at a news briefing earlier in the day that Biden would work aggressively to fight to attack climate change. So we got that going for us. We now have the last piece that is needed to take over a country. You just need an emergency that could happen as soon as this week. Meanwhile, House Democrats are pushing a bill to add four seats to the Supreme Court. Mm. Unbelievable. Now that. Would uh, by be the catastrophic. way, um, there, catastrophic, it's over. Mm -hmm. You couple the Supreme Court with 
what would have to be also a filibuster reform. Um, but yeah. you pack the court, you uh, get rid of the filibuster, and you declare in a national emergency, you do not return from that. You don't. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's, <laughs> that's accurate. It's frightening, but it's definitely accurate. And this would accomplish... His goal of finishing the fundamental transformation of America that Obama started. And and that's what he plans to do, I think. Imagine, imagine America being lost. I mean, I, I think we're going to really see, the world will feel uh, America's loss i think in the next 24 uh, months i think uh when we start to go into global food crisis mm-hmm. there are not going to be bags of wheat from the united states that are coming in there's not going to be all that food that we've shipped that usually rots uh on the uh on the tarmac because you know it's all corrupt and i think we're going to see the rest of the world feel the absence of the United States in our charitable giving. It's, it's uh, terrifying, terrifying. Well, by far, by far for as long as I think any kind of records have been kept, the United States of America, American citizens have been the most generous on the face of the face of the planet uh, to the tune of, you know, we, we think that our government gives a lot in foreign aid. Uh, private individuals and corporations give over three hundred billion dollars a year to the rest of the uh, to the rest of the planet. So, I mean, that's something that you know, if we have a catastrophe, then th- those people in poverty, in abject poverty, they're going to be left to fend for themselves. It's going to be a disaster if it happens. I, I think this is going to be remembered as Mao's five-year plan when he starved millions of people to death mm-hmm. because he knew a better way to farm. And he didn't. He knew nothing about farming. Um, but he claimed that, you know, he was inspired and uh, he, could, he could fix farming for China. And uh, the first year, I don't remember what it was, like two million people died. And mm-hmm. uh, he said, just keep going. Uh, then the next year, like 10 million people died. In the end, I think it was 30 million that died in his five-year plan. And he didn't care. He just didn't care because it's good for everybody else. This is so Malthusian. Um, uh, the Malthusians believe that, um, that we got to get rid of humans. <laughs> There's just too many humans. Um, and any way to liquidate humans is good. Now think of that Mm. when you talk about climate change, how many people do you hear when they talk about the planet, talk about how it's too crowded. We have too many people, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I, I don't think we need to bring any more people into the world. Um, look at the Malthusian kind of attitude of the complete live system that once you're over, really 50 but definitely 60 you get very little medical care because there's no purpose for you to live anymore you're not serving society it it's it's uh it's a frightening thing when you look at 
the same kind of progressive thought that brought you Planned Parenthood and the murder of millions of babies, uh, the same group of people, the American progressives that taught Germans about eugenics and, uh, and all of the nasty stuff of race purity, a lot of that came from us and our progressive movement here in the United States. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff is still going on in, in just different ways, but it's still going on. You wipe out a whole bunch of people using uh, starvation because of a war. We couldn't do anything about it when it's absolutely a lie. When we are just going to have to take it, you know, take those blows to the face uh, because we got to get off of, of green energy. If people are suffering or die, they don't care. It actually helps their plan. Well, you remember what uh, Bernard Shaw said in the, what is this, the 30s? You must all know half a dozen people at least who are no use in this work, mm-hmm. who are more trouble than they are worth. Just put them there and say, sir or madam, now who will be kind enough to justify your existence? If you can't justify your existence, if you're not pulling your weight in the social group, then clearly uh, we cannot use the big organization of our society yeah. for the purpose of keeping you alive because your life does not benefit us and it can't be very much use to yourself. George Bernard Shaw. That's just staggering. One of the most favorite, fa- famous playwrights in, in world history. And that's how he felt about people. Eh, whatever. If you can't produce as many potatoes as you consume, well, we're just going to have to kill you. I mean, not in a mean way. Well, you know, we'll make sure that your death is fairly painless, but you d- you have to be killed. Well, he was the. Yeah, and he was the guy who said there's got to be a way to uh, have some sort of a gas or gas chamber where you could kill people quickly mm-hmm. uh, and efficiently. I mean, it's George frickin Bernard Shaw that was the first to express gas chambers. Uh, for the liquidation of people. Incredible. I mean, wake up. We are headed in the same kind of direction with the same crazy, dangerous people. All right, Patriot Mobile is our sponsor. I want you to consider switching your phone service to a Patriot Mobile today, right now. Do it right now. Um, It's quite a plunge, leaving behind the big mobile companies that give you mediocrity in their service, uh, you know, uh, they give you all kinds of premium pricing, which is great. Some things on your bill, you're like, well, I don't even know what that is. And I'm sure it's, it's horrible to walk away from, say, Verizon, which gives money to leftist causes like Planned Parenthood. Just awful. And then you're going to have to deal with a U.S.-based customer service base instead of somebody over in India. How do you do it? I know it's a sacrifice. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget. 100% U.S.-based customer support team, personal service. They share your values. They support the organizations fighting for religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life, and our veterans and first responders. Make the switch today to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program.
Oye. Hey, coming up in next hour, Tommy Robinson. I don't know if you remember him. He's an independent journalist. He was imprisoned in uh, Great Britain, in the U- UK, for reporting on sexual abuse and the cover-up by the police there because they didn't want any problems with the Muslim community. Well, he went to prison for saying those things. Um, and uh, guess what happened this week? Uh, they've just come out and did a, f- a final investigation on it, and I get, it looks like the police were covering up for you know, rapes by Muslim men. So how does he feel now that he went to prison for that? And he was absolutely right. Mm. Uh, Freedom of speech is not like it is here in America, elsewhere in the world. They don't have a First Amendment. Um, And uh, I I fear with national emergencies, uh, that's the kind of thing that goes right out the window. You're causing problems. You're ca- you're slowing down the good work the country needs to do. You know, you can't talk about these conspiracies like the Great Reset. But it but it's on their own website. Well, yeah, they can say that, but you can't say that. This is the Glenn Beck program.